evening, despite uh, some Gedalia and the Slichus. So uh, you are invited. We might have it up here, so check upstairs. Because uh, regular time, at 10 to a quarter to, but we might, might want to be cut short over there. So if you don't see anybody down here, it's not because we didn't come. Uh, we're just on the wrong, uh, wrong floor. Okay. I need a, uh, I think, Shraggy, a uh, thing. You have a uh, mic? Thank you. You're on. You're on. Okay. Thanks, Shraggy, for the hard work. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Shraggy asked me, uh, during the shir, we're discussing it after the shir, the last rai we had about the Lifnaiver, how it interplays with the Chiv of Chinuch. If you don't ask your children to do anything, not going to get mechunuch, and they're not going to grow up to be normal. So you have to do certain things and ask them certain things, and you run the risk of them saying, no, why isn't that lifneiver? Our maskana was that within reason, depending on the scenario on the child, it's not lifneiver because it's needed for development, a bigger lifneiver not to do it. I mentioned at the end this very interesting Gemara, Bob Metzi and Ayin Haim and Aleph, before the Mishnah, where the Gemara says, they weren't out had a havamina, that you should charge ribis, to your children and then give them a loan, charge them ribbons, take it back, and they should know how it feels. They'll know how serious the Isra and the Avla is. And the Gemara says, Maskana is it's not a good idea because they might continue doing it. They might get so into it and want to be on the other side of the equation, but they might continue doing it. So what was the Havamina? So the Rishayim say, the Ritva and the Rashi and Shabbos, says it's not really us or Maker Adin because it's talking about and it's the father's money, so he's giving it to them and they're giving it back, it's all his money. Which is very interesting. That's what Rashi says. So it's not really us or. So what's the problem? The answer is, is that means that we're afraid we might train them to take loans with ribbis. And it's still, obviously, there's got to be a heter to do in the first place. can't be an outright Issa Teresa. But my feeling is, it's one of those things they would have asked me to have and We have so many categories of Mexican ribis and Avag ribis. You're giving them a loan. And they're giving you back a dollar ten for every dollar. And there was a good me They wouldn't ask for that for Chinuch purposes. And just at the end of the day, it wasn't a good idea because the Chinuch would have been in the opposite direction because they would have gotten used to it. And that was the riot of it clear that there's got to be some heter on a derisa level, and that's what Rashi's explaining. It's really, in this scenario, all belonging to the father. There are other malachim in the Gemara as well. Let's go to your main copy. We'll now begin the very sensitive sugya when parents ask you to do things that are not good for you. Ruchnius, we can discuss what's clearly us, or derisa, derabanan, minhagim is going to be very interesting. That's where it comes up the most. And we're going to get into the topic when the parents are not yet from. And they're asking you to do things that are parv. question is, is there a general chiv? Nogea to uh, any Baal Tshuva or FFB, who Ahmad Litzlan parents aren't from. Who's Minig? Oh, who's That's, uh, some say, couldn't hurt to look up, look up where you're from in Europe and where the Misericon's from, but... As we explained a few weeks back, not really based on that, it's really minigamakam, and if you went to that yeshiva and you became from and, and your bayim had no sechashmaz as far, you can really latch on to that community, that yeshiva, if that's where you are and that's your makam. Remember that tshuva from Rav Yashiv where they grew up in Ashkenazi yeshivas and, and their father was a Sfardi, was mitchazek, 
want them to switch. So it's, it's really a din in your surrounding minig makam, which is it used to dovetail with the parents' minig also because they stayed in the same village for a few hundred years. That's not true anymore. So, uh, or by and large, it's not true. Uh, so if they two are a steer, it really goes that minig makam, as we explained. So these are two large sugyas. We hope uh, part of it or all of it is not that nagea, but it does come up. And uh, we will go through all the cases. If it's not nagea to you, Baruch Hashem, says Yadil Terviyadira, and you'll tell somebody else that he might have a shayla should go ask. And if it is no gea, we'll try to figure it out. Let's take a look at the tour on page one at the top of the page. Ois Tezvav, Amrla Aviv. We're talking about a father or mother who are from, even though they don't sound too from from this description, and they're clearly from because we're going to get to later on in the tour the din when the father is a Russia. And he's not just asking the kid to do something wrong over here. He's not even asking the kid to do anything wrong. It's just a general shayla whether it's a chiv kivan or not when the parents are rishan. That's not the case here. The first case is the parents are basically good people except for over here when they're asking you to do something wrong. And there is an absolute rule that you cannot listen to them in that scenario even if they're normally good people. I find it fascinating. The tour, basically, say from the Bach, and we'll see later on the Shachlataz. Nobody talks about Menhagen. I'm a little puzzled why, because most of the Truvas are on scenarios with Menhagen, and we will go through many of the possible scenarios, and that's the most uh, difficult to figure out. The din is going to be that if it's a minig that is clearly kept by the community or it's entrenched enough and it's not just a new humra that you're thinking of or something you're doing uh, because you think it's interesting or you want to be sticky or something like that or even if you're not trying to be sticky you just want to do it but nobody in the family nobody in the community is doing it most people aren't doing it most people at 16 aren't doing it so that's one category where obviously there's going to be uh, a bigger focus in the Kivar Avain, versus the Menachem that are very entrenched, that are being kept, and all the can basically treat that as a Dindra Abana. Now, if you kept it a few times already, or once without saying billionaire, Arab Roshan is coming up soon, so that might be a Dindra of Neder. All these Gafarshim are from the time where all the, uh, you know, all the Menachem came from generations. Yes, generation. but they're still not Dindra Abana. Because they say, Tareitzas, Asses, Los Asses, and even a Durabonon. So mention even a Minig that's entrenched. They don't have the monastic parents, so they can't even get a Minig from them. Wait, today? No, from then. I mean, if someone's not religious, so... No, 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 that's what I'm saying. The first part, we're talking about the whole first discussion. The next few shirim is going to be about parents who are from. And they're just asking you to do something wrong, which is a little strange, but that comes up. Well, they object that you're doing something that uh, might look very from and usually and we'll get to that later their their objection doesn't come from any area in Allah it comes from ego uh, why would a parent object if a child wants to do something and be more machmer he should be <coughs> dancing for joy that he doesn't have uh, uh, other things that he picked up from other places like is Hashem is forced nachas that's what they're complaining about okay it's not yantiv and there's no uh, we'll get to those but what, uh, it's a chumrah and it's a chumrah it's not a chumrah it's not a chumrah 
He's not staying up till five in the morning and then not getting up for shachris. It's a, a chumrah that has no downside. Saying there's no chumrah without a downside. And there are chumras that don't have a big downside. So kid wants to do it. So the actual reaction was same uh, made a lot of kavana. Thank Hashem. This is your this is your problem. So what's this nagdus? Most of the time, this nagdus that people don't want to admit it. Most of the time, it's covered. They feel insecure, religiously insecure, and they think it makes them look bad. Little do they know, it makes them look good and it will serve them well in Olam Haba if their kids are firmer than them and their grandchildren are firmer than that. But people are short-sighted sometimes. So whenever I have the shaylas that we're going to discuss over the next uh, couple of weeks come up, first thing I do is pull the father aside and tell him to wake up and smell the coffee. And like, uh, you know, you should be thanking Hashem instead of pushing back against this. He says, you know, it's not a minute. It's not trying to be Muramis in a nice way. I said, you realize this is all about your covet. And if you didn't realize it, I'd like to point it out so you can discuss it with your therapist. That's really what's going on. Why else would somebody... <laughs> so he wants to wear tzitzit out. So he's going to argue, yeah, that the Mishabru holds like that, but the other place can be like, this is your problem? The answer is that he feels uncomfortable. That's a lousy reason. Sometimes, and again, Bacham come to me with different shayas about chumras. I don't push all of them, and sometimes I pull some of them. They're not ready for it. Yeah, that's a different shayas. Did him and his rebbe ask a rub? But the parent, if they're, unless they're very even keeled and has nothing to do with covet, and they're sure of that, uh, they might not be entitled to such an opinion. They might be no gabbadada. That's why I encourage the parents to ask because they might not be seeing it correctly. But otherwise, the reaction usually should be this is wonderful. That's just, uh, well, I'll, I'll mention that a few times. We'll come back to that. But the Torah doesn't talk about Menhagen. So you can explain that once you're keeping a minute, it's an either. We say Hatar Sadarm in a couple of days. And if you do a good thing and you do it once without Belin Eder, suddenly three times, it's not a good thing to not say Belin Eder. The good news is, is that we say Hatar Sadarm and at the end, and we do the same thing in Kol Jidri, we're macabre on the outset also that anything we do without saying Blineder, we'd like to now declare that this shouldn't be Chal. So you're all wondering, well, we did that once at 13, so why do we have to Hatar Sadarm the next year? So it's a good Shaila. The answer is there are some Nadarm you actually made as Nadarm. And then there are other Sheetas that hold the Kabbalah that doesn't always work. It's only if you do remember it at the time that you make the Nadar. It's only if you don't remember it. It's so we do our Torah Sadarm and Kol Nidre. Can you imagine? For Nadarm. If you never learn Nadarm, you don't realize how serious it is. For Nadarm, we have Erev Rosh Hashanah and the highlighted Lahavdil Aleph Havdal, so we call this top billing. We start off Yom Kippur. Kol Nidre, like, for, for Nadarm, it's nice and Madar already, last year. The answer is, we're not sure it works, and we're concerned that you made a real Nadar. But one possibility over here is the Torah doesn't mention it because uh, Han Hagatayva has been Vernadar. Another possibility is, and we'll I'll show you this in the Beisayasif, is that the entire theme here is that you're trying to come closer to Akash Baruch Hu if you're picking up Han Hagatayva and you want to be mocked on something, maybe more than your parents, maybe it's not a chiv. So then they can't object because if you're trying to do a Vedas Hashem, they can't object. And take a look at the Beisayasif right now. On the left side, Mashkasa, Filo Vato, Mitzvah, Zaisa, Shodavrayim, Even Adar Abanon, Kain, Kasa, Ramah, Perek, Vav, Hilchel, Mamrim. Nira Shatam, Mishum the Kivin the Chol Mili Durabanas Machinu Alav de Losasser. He's trying to explain the Durabanan. He says, Well, every Durabanan is Losasser. Shaila is every Durabanan Duraisa, Chalisi Shainam, what the gather is, but it's sort of a Duraisa, and therefore you have to keep it. Harehim Bechlal Dvar Terra. Now, according to this first answer, I can't really explain Minhagim. Minhagim is not based on Losasser. It's good for Judaism. 
good for the Messiah, it's not based on the Sasser. The second answer, I hope they're not arguing, it's just an added, Inami Kivin Demani Hashem. Remember the, it's based on the Smichas Absukim, Shabbos, and Kibbutz Aim. They can't say, Duins, Ani Hashem, they all have to listen to me. Kochum Chayim Mechledi, Yalfina Law, that we learn out that your child is Mechuyev or Mechuyev, and you are, and everybody's got to listen to me, you can't tell them to do something wrong. Umidli Durabana Vada Hain Kvedish Makam. Even to Rabbanans, ain't lo lavar leim b'shvil kavod aviv. You should not be over on even to Rabbanans. So lachayra who adin a minig. If the minig is not furthering your ruchniyus, or taking care of another shita, getting out of a machlekes, it shouldn't be a minig. If you're doing it, you're doing it for avodas Hashem. So that's kolchom chayim kvodi. They can't tell you not to do it unless it's detrimental. Like we don't want you saying tikkun chasais. You're only thirteen and you can't get up in the morning. Okay, then they're right. Uh, we don't want you staying up and uh, getting three hours sleep even though you're learning because your health is at stake. That's a common point of contention between children and parents. Boys who are must meet them. Boys have asked me, can they take little flashlights in the bed and pretend like they're going to sleep and then learn till two in the morning? So, depends. If they really don't need that much sleep and it's true, tried, and tested, then maybe. Just don't let your mother find that flashlight. And... Don't tell up there, no mother's listening to the shear. Uh, if uh, the child is fooling himself and he's going to crash, then the mother's right. Usually the mother is right about a young teenager. Shad lives at what age can the kid start making that decision in consultation with his wife, his baby, and his doctor? Uh, he can figure that out. But that's an example where he wants to take on a hitter of learning more, but there might be a downside. So, Aaron, that was your Chumar uh, downside scenario, possibly. Uh, Chavaz Chaim used to come in and turn off the lights in Rodden. Rodden had very chashu bochum, and he was very stark on neshmatul and shasechem. They start davashachas probably at six in the morning, seven in the morning, twelve o'clock at night. He used to turn off lights. That was no easy feat. They didn't have light switches in Rodden. He had to get up. He wasn't tall. That's another state. He had to get up on the table and and reach the string, and he did it. The part two of that story. Do not take this as a zolzol chavetz chaim because I don't think that chasam shalom tamid meant it that way. But they say over, I wasn't there. I missed that tikkun by a year or two. They say that uh, after he left, uh, somebody got up and turned it back on. Now I don't know exactly how you look chavetz chaim on the yeshiva. I don't know if the over here. I think uh, if that story is true, and I don't know if it is, I think if it did that enough time, the chavetz chaim probably figured it out or somebody told him. And if he allowed it, that means he was just trying to make a point that those who really need sleep have an excuse now to, to leave the best medrash, and those who turned it on, I assume they didn't turn on a second later, those who turned on later attack those who figured out they don't need as much sleep, and you could attack a turn it on. So I'm hoping if the story is true, that's the explanation behind it. Let's go further in the tour, Tezayim. This uh, next uh, part, we're going to get a lot of mileage on this Rosh Hashanah because I'm going to give you the sound bite now and what we have discussed, but it's really uh, almost a separate sugya, and it's very not get to tshuva, but on the what the parameters of the Yisra of Avtulech Mechel and Sisa Sechich Bavavecha. Somebody did something really bad to you, really bothered you, just did not give you his lawnmower. He really did something bad. Do you have uh, the ability to have tainus? Is that the Yisra Sisa Sechich Bavavecha? Everybody has this with a few people. We hope you don't have it with 100 people. We'll be discussing that with him and Chamayi from Rosh Hashanah. And we're going to need it because it's going to tie into this. So we're going to give some of the details now. I hope probably after 
Rosh Hashanah, we keep it up. Maybe she had to go back to some of the Mamakam because we're not going to cover it all in Rosh Hashanah. Uh, let's see the Chuvasar Rashi's quoting. A nice display of Kibbutz Avim, which he always does, the beginning of Tazayin. Kasav Adani Avi Harash. Adani Avi. And they even have a Shaila how they can call him the Rush. How he, the tour is the Rush's son. Rush is Rabbeinu Usher. So they say the Rush is so Chasha, the Rush became a title, so he's allowed to call him Rush. We didn't get to that part of the Sugi yet, calling your father by a name, titles, and things like that. But they asked the Shaila, even though he proceeds it with Adani Avi. Still a shayla. It's mutter. Obviously, the tour did it. The rush became sort of like a shame. That's him. Kasav adani avi rosh zal b'tshuva. Following scenario, av shetziva lebenoishli daber in plenty. He was in a feud with somebody. He told the son, and no uncertain terms. I don't want you talking to him. I don't want you being friendly with him. Don't forgive him. Layimchalo al masha osaloi did a terrible thing to me. Azman kotsev until I give you the signal. Either he told him that while he's alive, or we're going to get to a case, he left it in the tzavah, believe it or not. This is real cases, real people. What's the din? Son was interested, sometimes the son's not interested in making shalom, it's not good either, but here the son was interested in making peace, and he didn't know what to do. Tzavah here doesn't necessarily mean the last one in the Testament, it means the, he gave him a tzivui. Told him not to, what does he do? A direct command. After the chamech is tricky, you can't be everybody's best friend. That's not expected. But you can't keep up a feud in an obvious way. So if there are 900 people chasna and you don't know the guy, you wouldn't have gone over to say hello, so then that's not losisna, that's not nakama. But if you know the guy, and that's clearly the case of here, and your father tells you, don't go near him, don't say hello, and don't smile, and that's noticeable, and you feel it in your heart because of that, that's going to be an issue. So, and he clearly says, hey, he writes to the spies, he was willing to make shalom, what's the din? You have to ignore the command of the parent. You can't hate another yid. But if you tell him you hate him, somebody shouldn't say, that's not this iser, it's a different iser of an azdarm and a lack of aftervecha kamaycha. Some say it's a kosher cane, but over here he's going to hate him and he's going to ignore him. And you're not allowed to. Imlo shiru over Avera. Unless the Yid's a Russia and you saw him doing an Avera and gave him Musser and he heard the Musser and you're not to give Musser and he's amazed, which is rare today. He's, we have to try to give Musser as we spoke about, but we don't know if it went over. We don't know if we're good at it. But there is a concept of a Sine where he's a Russia. That's not the case here. And the father asking the child to do this is asking to do an Avera. And that's all, sir, and the kid doesn't have to listen. Yes. Yes, yes, we're going to get to Yeah, we're going to get to Shimi. You're going to have a nice Chazara. As a matter of fact, you're going to hear new things we didn't get to in the Shir. Shimi Megera is a big issue, because especially after David Mel swore he's not going to touch him, and then in his deathbed, when people are normally very in a... A docile in a forgiving mood, which David uh, was by nature, and then he told Shlomo to take care of him. So we're going to discuss that, and that's part of this Malchus uh, Yishayim. You might not be here in Rosh Hashanah, but we'll uh, you might catch some of it. Uh, right. no, no, no. I haven't found a heter to. Uh, we'll get to. We, we'll have some sound bites as we go through this. Right now, the tour is bringing down his father, the Rosh. The Rosh says, "Your father asked you to perpetuate a feud." Pasha says, "Also, unless the guy's a Russia." Okay, you can say Shem, he's a Russia. He was a Russia, but he was also, uh, he made one big mistake. He was a good person and learned a lot. 
He made one huge mistake. So he was a Russia on the fact he's in the Vaz of David, but he did Shuvah already. Matter of fact, when David came back after the rebellion of Shalom, he begged him for amnesty and he did Shuvah and he apologized. So then, hello, Davru. That's already mysterious. And David Melch harbored, sounds like harbored in his heart. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's the Kasha, the Sugya from Ravi, and uh, we're going we're gonna to deal with it, Mitzvah Shem. Uh, let's go to, skip down to Yudches. We're going to come back to this. I just want to show you both parts. So far, again, we're not talking about a situation of fathers of Russia that you don't have to listen to in general. We're talking about he's a regular from person. He told you in this particular scenario to do something that's wrong, with the rice of the Abanan, or perhaps many Minhagim. Now we're going to get to the not from, not yet from today with the Tim Shanishba. We'll cause that when we get to it also. It's a little more complicated. Let's assume in the good old days where uh, uh, Russia was a Russian, he wasn't a Tinnish Nishba. They don't make Roshan the way they used to. Uh, so uh, let's assume um, the Torah is talking about, you'll see how he spells it out. It's calling the Rambam. Kosovo Rambam. Mamzer, the case is Peladik. Because you would think uh, the tall order, keep it up, ends the tall order in the first place. You would think children that or in a massive where it's not expected, you'd pot to them legambre. If you give a case today of a kid who has natural tainas on his parents, big time, a mamzer would be a good scenario. Messed them up for life, but good. He could still become a tamachacham, bigger than a kind gadol. Finding a shidduch is going to be a huge challenge. It's doable, but, uh, you know, that having children... If she's a mamzeris, they can live happily ever after, but they're not going to be too uh, interested in having children, even though many of them hold this still high and poo-poo. How can they high and poo that more mamzerim? And more mamzerim? Mamzer is from, and he's high and misses. Just very difficult. Most people don't want to do it. So if he's high and poo he marries a mamzeris, and the basulay calling have a problem. The only case is, can he marry that uh, case we spoke about, which I'm not going to go into now on, on video, that has to do with Dina Machosadina and finding... Uh, uh, potential uh, Gieris and uh, the Shifchus and the Dinamo Chazadina and Saudi Arabia and America post Abraham Lincoln. Uh, if you if you were here for the show, you know what I'm talking about. If not, uh, ask me afterwards. It's a it's a delicate, difficult thing to pull off, even when prohibited, but when permitted by law, and it might be prohibited. That's a shayla. Can they legislate this Dinamo Chazadina when it's against the din? It's not against the din. It happens to be it's stopping us from doing a mitzvah over here. But Abraham Lincoln wasn't aiming at this. He was aiming at ending slavery. So that's a shayla. Is that included in the, the limits of Dina Machazdina? Would Dina Machazdina include that? But you've got to find somebody who wants to do this. Very, very difficult. So they're going to grow up. It's very, very challenging. People say it's not unfair. It's not unfair. It's a din. And Hashem takes the neshama that's going to need this tikkun in this scenario. And it's like any other handicap, Loyalena, and it's a handicap. It's a physical handicap, Loyalena, and this is a handicap in life circumstances. Okay. Well, I saw the kid, uh, wouldn't blame him if he grows up a little upset at his parents. To boot, we're going to describe now a scenario that Ram is talking about a case where the parents not only did that to him, but they're still married, even though married is a borrowed term, because Kedushin aren't typesim with Chai Decreases. So they can't be married by definition, but they're playing house. So it's a father, a mother, his mother, his father, and they're still his parents. That means they didn't even do Chuba. And they're raising this cute little uh, fellow, this, uh, uh, this kid who has serious issues. 
<laughs> and, and you couldn't, the Ramam picks this in area because it's so jarring to show you So the Mamza already has time to the to even look them in the face, let alone be Mechabed them. Okay, if he mamish can't and, and he's a basket case psychologically, there's not Mechabed, also Chana Patria, I'm saying, but if, if he can get past this, there is, the Ramam says, is an absolute Chiv, keep it up, even though they're Rishayim in this department and they're still doing it and they didn't do tshuva. And we'll just read the first line. Kibut and Moira. Don't sit in their chair, even though they're being Megala rights every day. If you hit them, you're not Chai Misa, but you can't hit them, you can't be Megala them. That's a patur in the Hakka and Klolo. Believe it or not, is that even the parents are Rishaim, not just asking you to do something wrong. Rishaim, the din is that you have a full status of parents, keep it of aim, years of aim, and the like. We'll see the other side of the story tomorrow night at Mitzvah Shem. Let's get you to my room.